0: You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll just yeah. talk, and then uh, you'll,
1: you'll just find the place to cut it.
0: Yeah. So I finally got player of the month Valverde. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, some, some FIFA
1: chat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I uh, I had an insane start to my FIFA 23 Ultimate Team experience. The so they 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 had this one challenge where, like, if you won three squad oh. battles games, you pretty much got a 50k pack and a 100k pack. In the 50k pack, I got once to watch Rudiger, and then in the 100k pack, I got once to watch Lewandowski and uh, Benzema in the same pack.
1: That's so I'm running,
0: a, I'm running a tight 4-1-2-1-2 with uh, Lewandowski and uh, and Benzema running the top, and I just added Be- Player of the Month Valverde. It's, uh, Solid. Interesting. Interesting game so far.
1: I like that. I have a. Uh... I got Lewandowski, Trent, Vardy, uh, some boys. I have some lads in there. Team could be improved. Got a couple of fellas. Got a couple you know. of fellas. I, well, I'll tell you what, though. We don't have to talk about FIFA for that long. Career mode is fucking sick. Uh, I was out of career mode for a while. Uh, the Being able to make your own jerseys from the first, second, and third kit to the stadium to the crest. Uh, what an awesome addition that was to FIFA. I hope they keep building on that because... Truly, that is sick. That will get me to play the game again if they do, like, a good career mode experience. I'll actually buy FIFA. Yeah, and you can finally do the, like, you can buy players, you know, like, on an advance deal. So, buy them in the winter and get them in the summer. Uh, I think the loan moves are better. Just all around, the career moves just, like, a, a better mode than it was a few years ago. And I'm having so much fun doing it. And the, being able to, like, take a team out of the prem, too and then you basically design yourself as like either a european giant uh a small club and it just like randomizes these players for you uh and will give you kind of like overall talent based on like how good you want to be at the start so love that from the the fifa boys that's sick good good for them uh me and pat are having a beard day too I, i mean if you can't notice i think it's yeah, shout out the we're taking a note of the Lads podcast book. Shout out the Lads podcast for their little shout out on Instagram. If you if you haven't listened to the Lads, go listen to the Lads. We had Kevin on last season. Hopefully getting him back soon. But nice little little ode ode to the fellas for their little shout out to us. So I mean, I I'm having a beer. Fuck yeah, I'm having a beer because I had a really good weekend. Uh, you, you guys were fine. I mean, I guess, but I had a fucking <laughs>
0: great weekend. We had our ups and downs, for sure. Uh, Who who were we talking about first
1: here? Are we talking about Pat? Talking about Holland? I mean, we might as well. Yeah, I I got to watch two lifelong City fans rip United apart for 90 minutes, so it was a really good time. Uh, Another Holland hat trick. Josh, you should have bet on him to score two-plus goals. Uh, Phil Foden getting his first-ever City hat trick, uh, and then a hat trick against United, too. Holland had two assists. Um, Notable, notable from that game. Other, you know, other than the fact that Erling Holland is a fucking freak of nature. Uh, Two notables. One, Jack Grealish had a very, very good game. He feels like he's finally, you know, becoming the player that we saw at Villa. He was excellent for the, the entirety of the time he was on the pitch against United. I was super, super impressed with him. Also, fun stat, there hadn't been a hat trick scored in a Manchester derby, uh, for like 50 years, and then two of them got scored in the same game. That's kind of wild, actually. I, I just looked no, up, I was looking at my phone. Do you know who uh, Holland's XG is right now, Pat, in the league? So the league he has 14 goals. Do you know what his XG is? Isn't it like three? Three e- or four? 8.4. Still. That's fucking insane. You're over you know a... he has more goals than 14 Premier League teams right now? Yeah. Just the fact that you're outperforming your XG by over or almost over six goals is fucking insane. This early in the season, he's unbelievable. He's by the end of the season, he's going to smash so many goal scoring records. I know, you you were like he'll at the beginning of the season, you were like he'll score a lot, like 20, 25. Yeah. It's looking like if he doesn't score forty, it's like a disappointment at this stage in the season. I'd, no no exaggeration, he could break that messy record for goals scored in a calendar year if he keeps this pace. Injury will be the only thing that holds him back. I mean, he gets a fucking month break in the World Cup window, too. Cannot be any happier about that either. Just to uh, rest. City are cruising. Uh, you know, Ten Hag's quotes, uh, you know, earlier in the season saying that, like, City and Liverpool are great sides, but eras have to come to an end. And then after the game, saying that, city gave them a reality check and saying thank you for a footballing lesson is very funny too uh i had a, a great great all-around weekend uh, 4-0 up at halftime uh, holland first player in the premier league also to get a 10 from Lick Whip. oh that's a good one that's a fun little bit uh mm. it wasn't as easy for me and mitch liverpool drew three three nah. with brighton a uh, little bit of a weird game Just conceding two early goals uh, I never want to give up a hat trick To you know a player like Leandro Trossard <laughs> uh, Really good resilience from the boys To come back Firmino just has been excellent I think so far this season uh, Has the same if not better stats Than Gabriel Jesus you know, The one getting all the comparisons to greats But uh, Bobby stays Kind of steady lurking um, aside from that, though, pretty shitty way to give up a, kind of that third and final goal to, you know, inevitably drop points.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's c- becoming more and more clear that Liverpool are playing and sticking to this transition, um, especially in a game against Brighton where we seem to struggle and, and drop a point. Um, there's clearly a, a, a lack of communication on the back line positioning is obviously changing Mo's being asked to do a little bit of a different role. Uh, we have had some injury woes, but it in that game against Brighton, it had flashes of, of that resiliency and that drive to really go out and win a game. Um, but it feels more and more like teams are getting comfortable exposing our, our back Trend. line. Um, it's, it's we'll not... get into Trent later. We'll watch it. He got uh, cooked
1: on that second oh, yeah. goal. He got he, cooked no, on that the second No, the first Listen. one was when he got sat down.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's either players are feeling very comfortable running down the line or there's a lack of communi- communication between either Matip, Kanate, whoever's filling that other center back role. Um, there's just a lack of communication. So if they if they decide to go in between, there's just nobody there to cover, and it's it's becoming more and more evident week in and week out that it's an issue. Obviously, a, a change of pace in the Champions League game, which we'll get into. Uh, but it was a it was a frustrating 90 minutes for me because it's just like it feels like that that identity that we've held on to for so long has definitely changed. And it really kind of reaffirmed that for me that like we are in a transition now. It's, it's important to be critical and important to understand that there is a time clock that we can't keep getting one point from games. Um, but I don't even the know for a is... transition.
1: We just have so many players that are just fucking in bad form. Fabinho was shocking on
0: Babino was uh, was shocking. Tiago was shocking. Um there's there was a lot that I really was uh frustrated with looking at. It was just like very lackluster passing through the midfield, um, very, very tough to transition from our defensive line and, and we were just absorbing pressure. It's not as uh cutthroat, it's not as quick to jump on the ball in the opposition. Um, third and the attacking third, it's it's kind of been sit back and, and we're succumbing to that pressure. Um, so just yeah. things I've noticed. I'm not trying to be too critical uh, at this point in the season. It's just, like, things I've noticed and frustrations that I have as a Liverpool fan that we've been experiencing as a club. Like, those are games where you go out and you get a late goal and you, you take three points. And that just hasn't happened yet this year. We haven't really – Found our stride yet
1: yeah well we move on uh you know when the season's at this pace you can't dwell on you know drop points too often so we're on to arsenal um mm-hmm. and speaking of the gunners they had the north london derby uh this past weekend pre- pretty much well over you know ran over spurs
0: i don't this... want to be the one to say i told you guys so but you're right told you told you guys so. so. this um... game sold
1: me on arsenal Honestly, I don't think it's, I I think they can finish top two. We had, we had, we had Spurs pegged as, as top three. All of us did at the start of the season. mm
0: -hmm. I think
1: Spurs look bad. Arsenal look incredible. This, I I don't know, man. It it showed me that they can turn it around. They got the shit kicked out of them by United. They came back and they put in a great game against Tottenham. If they can turn up against you guys this weekend, I'm sold. I'm fucking sold. I'm on the Arsenal train right now. I'm, I'm done doubting them. I think they can do it. Oh, I think if they beat us, yeah, that'll be a big uh, tip in their cap. But also, I, I was looking at Tottenham before the Frankfurt match, uh, just kind of, like, looking at their f- past fixtures. They haven't really had an impressive win this season, and they're losing the XG battle so much. They're just not creating enough. Uh, and they're kind of, I don't know, they're in a similar vein as Arsenal. Like, they're not quite as good, but, like, they haven't really – face that many tough teams and when they have they've you know lost or dropped points and when they go against teams with like a a halfway decent attack they you know concede goals so i'm not sure again i i think arsenal get exposed i think i think liverpool yeah, I mean, pick arsenal we'll get into it later but uh i don't know yeah, I, I don't well, think well, spurs is like a a win you can be like ah you know that's one that that like puts arsenal at the top of the table you know I mean, I don't think it, it keeps him there because I mean, I mean, ultimately, I think City are just going to keep winning, and yeah. I don't see also, Arsenal are going to lose some games. I don't in a world where City are playing the way they're playing and Arsenal are playing the way they're the way they're playing. I don't see Arsenal, you know, conceding less than four in in this current environment. I mean, I still think they're a really good side, and I I think we could genuinely see them finish well inside the top four comfortably in the top, top two or three teams. But yeah, I I don't know. I think, I think the pressure that was on Arsenal going into this North London Derby and, and to have them perform the way that they did and to keep that like consistency over the course of those 90 minutes. I mean, like one little, one Harry Kane pen, which like those happen every fucking North London Derby that it's tacked on Harry Kane's going to score a penalty outside of that. I thought Arsenal looked really, really good. Uh, I mean, Gabriel's Gabriel. He conceded the penalty, which that's uh, it's a, it's a win for Josh at the end of the day. But I thought the rest of Arsenal's side looked incredible. Uh, Jesus played really well. Their whole front three was was just, you know, doing what they needed to do to break down that Tottenham defense. I didn't think Tottenham looked threatening at all going forward. I thought Kane looked kind of pedestrian outside of the moments that he got. Um, I, mean, I thought Ramsdale had a good game too. I, uh, I thought of a good way to compare this just now. I think a good... Place to put this arsenal team in is you know a couple years ago uh the the full covid year manchester united finished in second place that year uh but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day city run away with it liverpool chelsea kind of have you know off years i could see arsenal getting second and if they do i'd be like okay good you know it, it's not like liverpool finishing second last year though where they were like right at it till the very end arsenal could easily yeah. finish second and be like you know an okay side yeah that's very fair because i mean again i've been saying it all season i think city are running away with it so i ultimately you know i think a title challenge is a stretch yeah that's fair um only other thing i think we can talk about here in terms of current news uh mls playoffs we're kind of heading that way lafc wins the supporter shield this season uh you guys are you guys already out of the playoffs yeah we are confirmed not in that shit what a turnaround yeah. for you boys. You guys were like, you won the Supporter Shield last year.
0: And yep. Just that, kind of set fucking
1: record. that tough and year to be
0: a rev. We also set, like, I, I believe it's a, a record out uh, of, of uh, $24 million in departures with books, uh, with Matt Turner, and with uh, Buchanan. There's a lot of flip-flop. Clearly the three um, Concacaf Champions League signings did not pan out. With Omar oh, Gonzalez, Sebastian Legette, um, and and Josie Altador, all have left the club. If I'm not mistaken, Fucking, yeah, uh, it's, none of them. It were was just a very, very, very bad showing from uh, Bruce Arenas this year. Uh, uh, yeah, Carlos Heel still having a, a contender for for. MLS 11 of the season. Um, He's our shining Bo star. Just can't play the left wing anymore. Andrew Farrell and Kessler at the center back pairing were a shambles this year. Andy Farrell took a huge, huge step back in my opinion. Um, He's getting older though. Brandon By, shaky at, at right back, but ultimately a, a solid, um, solid defender and somebody I think we should build around moving forward. Um but just a tough year. Gotta to reset. We we broke the bank and, and money in, so um I think it's time to really target some players for the future. Yeah. I'm rooting for the loons. Yep. I mean we're loons we're trained.
1: on deadline day at this point. Um had a massive lead. I think we were as high as second, third place in the West kind of a, a couple months ago uh we're right on that last spot right now winner draw takes us through to the playoffs a win with some other results going our way could even bring us uh, a home playoff game a yep. uh, loss would kick us out of the playoffs because we're playing vancouver vancouver's right under us so uh adrian heath is going to be at fault if this team doesn't make it to the playoffs uh they're a really talented side they i thought they played really good first half of the year emmanuel Reynoso, if you haven't watched that man uh Sit down and watch him because he's one of the best players in the MLS. I, I truly think he could play in the Premier League if he wanted to. Um, yeah, I hope the Loons go through. It was, it's like too good of a year to fucking, you know, shit it out at the end and, and not make the playoffs. Saw some really impressive wins throughout the year. I think back to that 3 0 win over the Chicago Fire. You know, I was at that game where we just dismantled them. Uh, and they're, you know, aside with a lot of really good young players. Um, it would be a shame to just kind of watch it go to waste and have to go into next season, you know, and do it all over again. But, uh, that's MLS mm-hmm. I think for us, you know, we don't have many other teams yeah. in the MLS to talk about. Nope. I want you guys to make it. I want you guys to make it. And, and when you do, cause you're going to, you're going to win or draw. I'll be rooting yeah. for the think if we, if we get a playoff game, I think we'll uh, actually go to the next round. It's about getting there. Um, Adrian Heath's just such a bad manager, dude. He, he's turned us into a mini Everton. And I got faith. I got, faith. I got faith in the individuals. I hope so. So, Some other Premier League <laughs> news for us to talk about before we get into Champions League. Uh, Bruno Lage got sacked at, at Wolves. That, that's a pretty interesting one. Considering the signings they made in the summer, obviously the pressure was on him. Uh, it was it signed was up a lot a of money. Yeah, exactly. Um, do we think he was given enough time? I mean, wolves are in the bottom three. So. I think when you spend that much money, you're always kind of at risk to need to like perform immediately. I think we very rarely see coaches that are given a big financial backing like that. And then fail to deliver at the beginning of the season, a ton of time, you know, I think, I think it's harsh, but like at the end of the day, it's like a partially justified sacking, I guess, if that makes sense. Like I, I understand why he left. Wolves have never been a team that, like, you pegged to, you know, be in a relegation spot. They've kind of built a name for, like, being defensively solid, giving the top six some trouble. You know, a really good, like, middle-of-the-table, like, 10 to 8 team that, like, are going to get points off the big six. And they just haven't... Lo- they look like a shell yeah. of, like, the team we've all kind of come to know Wolverhampton as over the past couple of years. So it makes sense maybe it's a little unfair to sack lodge before 10 games so i think after 10 if you're still not performing you can get sacked you know it's almost a third of the season gone um it's crazy because their defense still i mean it's one of the better defenses in the premier league you look nine goals conceded uh i think that's the best in the bottom half besides everton it's still one of the best in the prem uh you've only scored three goals in eight games though that's the issue, honestly. That's that's, that's like the biggest, like the glaring problem, I think, with the side. Raul kind of sucks now. That, to be honest, that's what it is. He doesn't score the same yeah, amount they... of goals that he you know did in years prior. Mm. That happens when you get injured, man. It's it's yeah. upsetting. It's unfortunate to say, but sometimes injuries just you know you don't come back the same player. Yeah, for sure. And th- I think they lost a little bit on the wings too. You know, losing Jota, Cow going. They lost quite a yep. bit you know, on the wings, so it kind of does make sense. Uh, looking at some other managers, kind of where they're at. Lampard's won two games in a row. Looks like he's going to be safe at Everton for a little while. They're almost in the top half. Um, Gerard, you have to think, is still on the hot seat at Villa. Eight points in eight games. Uh, they just played leads in their last match. Went 40 mm-hmm. minutes playing a man up uh, and couldn't get a goal against a lead side where Jesse Marshall isn't even on the touchline. You have to think the pressure is starting to really build on Gerard, considering, again, how much money they spent in the summer. Yeah, um, I think I think and do need to start stringing some results together. He's probably gone. Yeah. And the, the three others that obviously are on the hot seat, really Southampton near the relegation zone. Uh, Ralph Hassan, who has been at Southampton for a while now, starting to build rumors about uh, kind of an imminent sack towards him. Uh, if he doesn't get a result this weekend, he could say goodbye. Against City. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's been there a while. I actually really like him. And they're definitely going to lose he, um, They gave us trouble last season, but the last season is just – its this City team just feels different. Uh, Holland could get Hassan Hoodle sacked. Yeah, it's tough. Southampton's a nice club. Really good youth development there. Uh, they just – They've lost a lot of talent in recent years. It's hard to kind of replicate that when you lose so many players consistently. Um, mm-hmm. And then I the, need him to go down for my Premier League yeah. prediction at the start of the season. Oh, That's so. true. That's true. And then the other two: uh, Leicester City and Nottingham Forest. Again, we were going through managers because we have a lot to talk about in terms of like, you know, there's a lot of managers on the hot seat right now. Premier League's probably more than ever kind of reactionary in terms of how much money is being oh, spent. Yeah uh so we do kind of have to go over these brendan Rodgers, they just won their first game they were on one point after seven games now they're on four still in the bottom two and then nottingham forest also on four points uh steve cooper despite getting them promoted when you buy 22 players and you only have four points after eight games you have a target on your back they don't need to shape up or mitch is going to be right again at the end of the season and i don't want to hear that i know i know yeah forest i I really thought they'd get more out of those players you know when you buy that much it's like you can't get anything out of them but you know at the end of the day they're just this really doesn't put them in good position if they get relegated with all those contracts Oh no. yeah, they are going to be in a mountain of debt if they get relegated. That's could, actually be terrifying a, to think it about. It could
0: be a couple of it could be a couple of relegations in a row. At that point, like yeah. you're going to have to overhaul everything if you're putting yourself that far financially behind the ball. Um, and I don't see anything like trending towards anything positive. Um, so I, it's just. I don't know. I agree. I agree. It's not looking Prophecy good. over here. I like. I. I might have some hot takes to start the year, but they. They do pan out. I. Uh, I know what I'm talking about over here. Oh, a- Eight game predictions. Got to
1: love them. Uh, let, let's go. Let's do the UCL rundown, boys. We've done a couple of these now. Uh, this is yep. number three of those. We're just giving our hot Let's ticks. fly through it. We're yeah, gonna. We're gonna through shoot it. through these things. Bayern 5-0 over Victoria Pleasant. Wow, I'm so surprised. Next. (laughs) Musialo looked good. That's all I have to say with that one. Real real exciting talent. Uh, Marseille 4-1 on Sporting. Uh, Kind of flipped that result. Sporting was winning. Uh, They got a red card. Marseille kind of padded after that. Mm. Sporting lose their first game of the group stage too, so. Um, Porto Good. winning 2-0 over Leverkusen. That got Sione sacked. Xabi Alonso in. First big managerial gig for the man. That's interesting. I'm excited to see. I actually didn't see that he got appointed, so I'm excited to see how it goes for him. Yeah, future Liverpool gaffer Javi uh, Alonso. Uh, Club Next Bruges. Game, shout out Club Bruggy. Yeah, 2-0. Atletico Madrid. Bruges perfect through three games. Still not allowed a goal in the group stage. Shout
0: That's out. impressive.
1: Shout out Miggs. Yeah. Mignolet. The boy. Uh, Atlético Madrid's bottom of the group as well. We have to add that. That's kind of crazy with the, the Champions League uh, like heritage, so to speak, that they've had over the past few years. But yep, Simeone is going to be on the hot seat as well. Speaking of managers, Ajax uh, um, losing six one to Napoli. Napoli looks fucking exciting. Insane. Yeah, they look good as fuck. They're That's, they're top uh, of Serie A right
0: now too. That team. Yeah, is a really really good side. Ter- terrifying their midfield is really 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 well built um they're scary going forward and uh what 26 shots 13 of them on frame like that's insane it's that's nuts, not Look at turning them
1: look at their turnover in recent years they lost fabian ruiz lorenzo and Kali dukula koulibaly they're doing better than ever yeah they look really good impressive very very impressive We'll go to the other game in the group first. Uh, Liverpool 2-0 on Rangers. Uh, we'll run through it quick. Liverpool change formation. Trent, fucking banger of a free kick. Pat, what'd you think about that? Great free kick. He still can't fucking defend for shit. The techs on that free kick were just spectacular. <laughs> great, a great free kick. Doesn't change the fact he can't defend. <laughs> well, you know, listen to Klopp's interview a couple days ago. He can't defend because of what Klopp asks
0: of him. I will say, Simple. I did like the
1: 4-2-4. Yeah, it worked well. A lot, of good, a lot of good performances. Uh, don't have to talk about them too much because we'll talk about them when we're getting into the Arsenal match. Uh, Frankfurt, nil-nil, Tottenham. Any surprises there?
0: No. Tottenham nah, given the been, way Tottenham have been playing, yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought Frankfurt actually would get a goal on Tottenham. Uh, I kind of always forget that Mario Goetz is there this year. Um, Colo Muani mm. guy, name to watch out for. That guy is uh, doing up bits in the Bundesliga so far. Inter 1, Barcelona nil. Pat, you watched this game? Great. Yeah, I did. Great goal from Kellen Oglu. I think Barcelona were a little unlucky not to get a goal, but uh, ultimately, Inter had a game plan. They stuck to it. Uh, Barca probably aren't getting out of their group unless they can string some wins together. Uh, Xavi said after the game that now the next three games they play in the group stage, they have to treat them like finals. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like the San Siro was bouncing too. Proper ground. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. After the first goal, it was fucking... You could feel the atmosphere in the stadium through your tv it was crazy love that uh Salzburg 1-0 on Zagreb I think the the, the statement holds true we're saying fuck Zagreb yep. the rest of the group stages yep correct Yep. <laughs> I'm with it Leipzig 3-1 uh up on Celtic poor Joey Hart oh, R.I.P. my boy Joe Hart man R.I.P. the <laughs> lad um Leipzig are an interesting side they <laughs> man they started off the year bad but sacked their manager um maybe can string some some good results turn the season around still plenty of time uh next up we have chelsea uh at Stamford bridge you know beat the bricks off of ac milan even though they were wearing those off-white jackets uh didn't do too much for them on the pitch
0: yeah shit is fire though awesome. uh they are they go
1: those uh, those lettermans
0: go hard they looked great getting their asses kicked <laughs> yeah they looked great getting this shit kicked out of
1: them their jerseys are sick that italian little badge in the middle is so awesome mm-hmm. uh the reason they lost probably because they didn't play a uh definitely uh, whatever <laughs> they
0: Champions play juventus League this legend.
1: weekend rigi's gonna play uh mm-hmm. you, sp- speaking of juventus they won three nil against maccabee uh juventus were winless in five beat bologna and then uh building it up with this win here they're starting to kind of win a couple games vlahovic scored a really nice goal um still ultimately it's Maccabi, so it's not that impressive true west mckinney did play though he did he Did. The that's US, the important part boy. that's the important part real madrid 2-1 on shaktar uh madrid 36 shots uh <laughs> just crazy <laughs> they they really put it to them. Yeah, they look they look good. It's 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 funny that like Barcelona's kind of cruising in La Liga right now but can't string it together in the Champions League and Madrid are just like the Champions League team. Yeah, I mean they have it in their blood. They get results over the line. It's, they have that aura. They have the juice. Yes. As one might say. So Sevilla losing four one uh to Dortmund. That another game that got a manager sacked Julen I don't know how to say his last name, to be honest. Lopetegui? Yeah, yeah, Lopetegui. Uh, <laughs> the, he got sacked after this match, so yeah. his reign at uh, Sevilla comes to an end. Jude Bellingham, another really, really proper, mature performance in the Champions League. Um, And that striker he, up top, the Koku guy, Uh, what a touch that was yeah. for Jude's goal.
0: He was in the mix all night. Yeah. Uh, He had a really impressive game.
1: Mm. Uh, one thing I found impressive about that was Daniel Mallon was on the bench, and I kind of forgot Dortmund even had him. I think he just sucks now. But. Yep. Yeah, he probably does. Uh, other game in the group, my guys, City beat Copenhagen 5-0. Yes. It wasn't, wasn't even a contest, honestly. Uh, City on, barely tested. Uh, we brought on a bunch of youth players. There was a point where we had two academy kids playing. Uh, Holland scores another brace what can what more can i say about the guy uh city are great yes great performance from him again too that's that's why i'm saying dude he's he's finding his feet he's looking good i'm really i really hope he can string these together and you know get a bunch of these under his belt for the for the you know remainder of the season where he's finally looking like the player we spent the money on he's he's looking like that that guy he was at villa running at defenders you know winning fouls, creating chances, and super, on un- he probably could have scored a hat-trick if he, you know, the ball fell a little bit better throughout the, the game. So, I really wanted him to score, but I still think man of the match very much deserved for him. Nice. Uh, and last match, Benfica won all with PSG. Messi scored a fucking wonder curler, I called that. Uh, Unbelievable mm-hmm. team goal. Yeah, that yeah was, it was wasn't a really lot. good goal. PSG probably, scored a, probably sco- could have scored another. Took their uh, foot off the gas a little bit, I felt like. Neymar, just, you know, I can't stand watching Neymar if I'm being completely honest. I know that'll probably draw some heat. What an awful player to sit there and watch for 90 minutes. I fucking love him. I love Neymar. He's just such a piss taker. I don't give a shit, dude. I love Neymar. When he was in La Liga rainbowing everybody, even when they were 6 nil up. Inject it. I love that shit. I think Neymar is fucking awesome. That wraps up the UCL. Uh, any other takeaways, boys? Halfway through the group stages. I don't want to play Napoli in the next round. Um, and you guys are going to lose to Ajax on the final day, so your cleaning supplies joke comes back to bite you in the ass from Twitter. That's a deep cut, folks. Uh, wow. It took me five minutes to understand <laughs> that. I hope you know. Ajax is a cleaning supply. I'm not surprised by that. Um, <laughs> thank you, Mitch. Let's uh, – yeah i mean it's what it is let's take it out of bounds for a little bit talk about some football related stuff that isn't necessarily happening on the pitch um first one i i want to i i think i have a topic that we have listed here that i would like to speak on first and it's the 2022 world cup rules um one that is fucking absurd um <laughs> which one which insane. one which one's <laughs> the worst There's one that's actually, like, very reasonable and perfectly fine to do. Um, But so for those of you who don't know, the World Cup prohibited, they they put out, like, a poster that was like, Welcome to Qatar. Here's what you can't fucking do here. Um, And they listed drinking alcohol, homosexuality, immodesty, profanity, not respecting places of worship, very reasonable. That, yeah. Totally fine with me. That that makes so much sense. I'm, that's perfect. Loud music and sounds, dating, taking people's pictures without permission. Um, so the World Cup is supposed to be a giant party, giant celebratory football experience over the course of a couple of months. Um, and they're saying, yeah, come here, have this party. Don't have any fucking fun, though. Um,
0: and don't take any can you imagine, pictures.
1: Can you imagine telling someone not to yell at a football match? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think everyone like, going to the, the game has
1: to, like, submit to getting their picture taken? Because they take, like, crowd shots and shit for TV. I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is just another... I mean, between this and, like, the picture of the, like, apartments or whatever yeah. for people to stay in, how on earth Qatar got this World Cup, I just will never understand. Like, they must have given FIFA a bag to host this tournament because oh yeah, it, it, it's insane man like I, I get that uh, I got a lot of issues with it that I'm just not super interested in, uh, in ranting about but like, it's fucking crazy and you just read the list and it's like one like ridiculous thing to put on a poster you're putting out to the public after another homosexuality and loud music and sounds are you know two of Two the two craziest ones in my opinion. Absolutely absurd. <laughs> dating too. That's also yeah, fucking no crazy. Oh, so shout out Harry Kane what? and the nine other European captains that are wearing rainbow captain uh, armbands. Yeah. i rock did you see that uh Denmark is getting flack too for like they have protest jerseys that they're wearing during the tournament? I don't know yeah, if we even talked about that. Those Hummel jerseys, again, Hummel, top of the fucking line when it comes to kits. Uh, those muted um, accents, just muting the entire jersey in protest. Love it. Very good. Very good. I like that. I love it. Also, um, English people and, are just you know, going to run through this list and see how much they can break. Holy shit. Yeah, the hooliganism is going to be absurd at this World Cup from the English fans. There's going to be a lot of people and spending honestly, some kinda, time in Qatari jail. <laughs> I'm a little here for it, so... We'll stick on the topic of World Cups. Uh Ukraine Joyce joins Spain and Portugal for the twenty thirty World Cup bid. This one's a little weird for me, because it's uh obviously I want Ukraine to that would be awesome if they could host the World Cup. Uh doing it you know, when Spain and Portugal are the other two, that's a bit like having like a USA, Mexico and you know Argentina World Cup. It just seems out of the Yeah. Way well i mean i think ukraine is close no spain and portugal is like the iberian peninsula right liberian peninsula, yeah, right iberian peninsula. yeah it's a peninsula like on like the coast of europe yeah no this doesn't make any sense actually that's like really far away i feel like it's like almost a, a tokeny move to just like throw them in for kind of goodwill yeah it does feel a little performative but it is what it is well
0: mitch any thoughts um, I just eight years. That's two World Cups. Like it just, it seems like with everything that we hear that's going on and know that's going on, uh, it seems like a stretch to have have it so close. Maybe a future project, but yep. um, I wouldn't mind. I would love for them to host a World Cup.
1: Last out-of-bounds topic I have, uh, Jose Mourinho, just his antics lately. Uh, He's popping off everywhere Uh, this weekend. He was suspended for a Serie A match, parked a van outside. Watched it there. Posted on Instagram. I love him. He's just having a good time, man. He looks happy. I, you know, I I love the rivalry that he created with Guardiola while in Spain, and I love the rivalry that he had with Guardiola in England. Wasn't really a rivalry, though. But I just (laughs) love... Mourinho he is hilarious one of the best coaches ever to uh the little punditry tour he did when he like took his break from managing uh, I could listen to him talk about football for hours um I think he's one of the best minds in the sport I think he's just a a, he's a he's like a, a a figurehead in the in the modern game of football and I have come to really love and appreciate Mourinho I think he's fucking awesome uh the he was in Stormzy's recent video as well very cool cameo there um if you haven't yeah that's crazy Mourinho has the streets yes uh
0: we can chat about the Prem
1: this weekend now boys um the biggest match Liverpool versus Arsenal
0: I'm nervous Josh I'll be honest Cautious optimism about this one. Um, you know, if we if we play like we did against Rangers, I think it'll be a much easier time for us uh, if we if we do run that four at the top and and apply pressure quickly and have the double pivot in the midfield work as well as it did. I think we'll be able to hold Arsenal at bay a little bit easier, but if they're able to expose our defence anything like Brighton did i think it's going to hurt a lot more than than 3 goals um so i'm just approaching this one with cautious optimism i think we can go out and get a result i think the the boys especially after the champions league game are probably feeling a little more confident and i would i would expect us to go out and have a have a good 90 minute showing
1: yeah it's it's probably Arsenal's biggest defensive test so far this season. Even though you could say other teams might have been more on form, uh, the talent we're gonna put out. I'd love to see us do the the four four two again with Jota and Firmino. Uh, Jota owns Arsenal Football Club, and Firmino, you know, is gonna be able to break the lines again. Great record against Arsenal too, um, and I think he'll be able to drag players like Saliba and Gabriel out of position. Hopefully. Um, Historically, too, results are in our favor. Uh, last 15, were, Arsenal are were only 4-9-1 and one against us. So, you know, only one win in their last 15. Uh, or no, four wins, sorry. Um, and I think we won our last two away days at the Emirates as well. So, I- I'm not going in scared, necessarily, but... Yeah. Uh, it- it's definitely going to be a challenge. If we win, I think that puts us really, you know, on the front foot going forward.
0: Yeah, and I... I sorry, go ahead. Matt. You go, Mitch. Nope, nope, you go. I'll close I, it out. I guess I would I wanna like with my final thought just say the one thing I kinda differ here is well, yes, I would like to see Bobby play at some point in the game. I'd much rather see Nunez start this game to have that quick um and, and the and the size moving forward. Uh, if we want to get into the box and, and draw that mid or that center-back pairing out. I think it would be good to establish Nunez early and then pull Bobby in later to, to open up space. Yeah, that's just, I, mean, I true. see is going good, way. That is a good idea.
1: You, you start a very non-threatening center-forward and then bring I just, on Firmino. I just,
0: don't, I, just don't th- I just don't think we've seen enough of Darwin Nunez yet. I think he needs more minutes, and it's not going to happen if he's coming on 70, 80th minute on a regular basis. Bobby's doing a business game Bobby. Bobby yeah, I think well, Firmino should start. Not, I think uh,
1: Firmino should start. Yeah. Ride the high. Um head. but so I'm gonna differ from you here, Josh. I like Arsenal in this game. I like Arsenal. It's a, Arsenal fair, it's a fair call. I, I went I went against them last week. I got proven very wrong. Um the Emirates feels like they're building something there right now, man. The atmosphere they put up against Spurs was insane. I think the fans are gonna be right behind him for the entire entire ninety minutes. Um I think you can you can talk all you want to about, like, individual talent in your side, but I don't know. At the end of the day, I haven't been convinced by any of your forwards this season. Um, I think Firmino's been your best, you know, the, the best attacking option that you've had, but I just, I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super sold on Liverpool going forward right now, and yeah, you're going to test Arsenal, but they're going to test you. Um, and I'm really not sold on your back four right now either, to be completely honest with you. You, you got a clean sheet against Rangers, but You ship three to Brighton, two early goals. Um, I I just – I think if you have that little lapse in concentration or they can get at your back four in the places that, you know, teams have been exposing all season, I think you're going to have a really tough time because it's not Trossard you're going to be letting in behind. It's going to be Gabriel Jesus drifting out wide. It's going to be Saka. It's going to be Martinelli. Um, It's going to be players that have, like, real, real quality that are going to be – who those chances are falling to. Um, Yeah, I I favor – I favorite Arsenal in this one. I think they're going to stay top of the table at the end of the at the end of the weekend. As much as it pains me, because I really fucking need you guys to get a result. <laughs> That's kind of why I like. I think we should stick with that wide formation because I think having Sala and Diaz like truly on the wing, I think just gives us a little bit more defensive cover. Uh, helps Trent out a lot. Um, and Arsenal, I think, are really strong field. on the wing. Sokka and Martinelli are obviously pacey, tricky players to defend against. Mm, and, and Jesus too. He'll drift out there often. Yeah. So it's going to be, we'll I think it's going to be a really, really good game. I, uh, I'm i excited to watch it personally. This yeah. could be a Liverpool Arsenal match of old, where there's just like a ton of goals. So. Mm, that could be a fun one. Be a very fun one. A couple other matches, just we can run through them, give our predictions. Brighton Tottenham's an interesting one. Brighton is a, a team that usually gives Spurs quite a bit of trouble. It's interesting to see how Conte kind of reacts. He's really, I think, facing some pressure. Needs to rotate aside side a little bit. Do you think Brighton can uh, pull off an upset here? Brighton I like Brighton here. Maps. I don't even think it's an upset. I don't, I don't even think it's fair, an upset. I think fair. Brighton are a better team right now. That's fair. Uh, I like their new manager, too. He obviously came over from Shakhtar. Uh, you can tell he's just an organized man. He has his wits about him. Uh, I'm excited to see mm, kind of what Shakhtar, he does there. Shakhtar have always played good ball, too, and I think he's been their coach for the past couple of years, so. Yeah, I, I like Brighton in this one. They have they have the pat. They're these are Pat's picks. Brighton, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everton, Man United next. This one's an interesting one. Mitch, why don't you uh, start us off with this one?
0: I I think we see Man United kind of settle back in. Um <laughs> okay, they need it. They need it they, bad. They do need it, and this is a good opportunity for them to do so. Uh, while Everton aren't like a terrible side this year. They've definitely uh, been able to, to string some performances together, not really against anything crazy yet, but I think this is a, a good opportunity for man United to, to go out and regain some of that confidence that they were starting to build.
1: Only thing that holds him back here. It's at Goodison park. Uh, we know every team in the Northwest, man city, man, U- man United, Liverpool. We have a hard time playing at Goodison.
0: It's a tough place. Tough place. Mm, Last the one. Shout to out the, I, I I like uh
1: I like Everton in this one. I don't know. I like Everton. I think, I think Everton are gonna keep the I I mean, yeah, that's a very fair call too. But yeah, I'm I'm saying Everton. That's <laughs> something about him. I think I think man United are a little rattled after that city loss. <laughs> I think I think Everton can get at him. And then the last one. Uh, I think this one's interesting, just because I think if there's a winner, the opposite manner manager probably gets the sack, and that's Forest versus Villa.
0: Two-two draw. I'm rooting for Forest. <laughs> Fuck you, Steven.
1: <laughs> I think I'll I think I'll go Villa. I think they have enough <laughs> to probably get over the line in this one. But... I think Villa win this game too. Yeah, no. but.
0: I uh, I would I would probably say Villa win this by a goal or two. I I this Forest side has zero identity. They have no like it's it, like it's just it's it's a team with players. Yeah, and it's mm. exactly how it felt going <laughs> into the season.
1: Right? That's the funniest and like the most team accurate description of Forest right now. You know? It's a team, and they've got some players. It's like a fantasy <laughs> draft and they just like picked random players from Europe, like Ren on Lodi, you know,
0: mm. all of these. They bought players, players races, right.
1: they bought players on auto draft. <laughs> they bought players on auto draft. This guy. Speaking of Villa too, I have a gripe with one guy. Cause I was on his train so hard and his stock has just plummeted. Ollie Watkins. Where is that man? <laughs> he scored that. He scored so many goals against you in that, in that one game. That and he, just, he just hasn't looked the same. Yeah, he sucks now. You need. I think Gerrard needs to put Danny Ings in full time. Ings will will keep Villa in the top half. How old is Danny Ings now? Danny's not that old. He must thirty two, maybe. Danny bags goals. That that little spurt where he was at Southampton, he was a fucking baller. Oh yeah, he was. He looked good, but I digress.
0: He's thirty. Yeah, yeah, he's proper he's thirty. <laughs> i don't know why i thought he was like 35 (laughs) oops anyways i think that wraps it up boys episode 10 i'm Mm. that was a that was a good talk we had a lot to unpack there we're getting we're Mm. getting that ucl rundown down Yeah. yeah
1: we're getting them quick we're getting them quick
0: lot to cover i think
1: that that yeah wraps it up though yeah thanks for thanks for tuning in i uh I'm gonna leave a little bit of a cliffhanger. I might have a, a hot take. I want to table next episode. I've been sitting on this one for a little bit. Is it a Liverpool might... thing? No, it has nothing to do with Liverpool. Okay. It has to do with City. But cool. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a statement I'd like to make. To ta- I'm going to table it for the next episode. But I've got, I'm going to, I'm going to put, it, I'm going to put it on wax.
0: <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm we'll, we'll, we'll 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 open with that next week. Comment, to the, comment on the thing, like the thing, share the thing. We'll see you guys next see. week. Deuces. Deuces.